Hey guys, what's popping? Welcome or welcome back to a podcast with your favorite host, aka me. Last episode was uh, interesting. <laughs> failed i'm still learning of course and i feel like i've learned a lot in a month but it's still a month summing up last time's episode we discussed a bit about where anxiety stems from and we talked about gratitude lists and small things to do around you in order to try and control it like deep breathing because honestly those are the things that people might tell you about a thousand times but you cannot say that they aren't true without actually trying them out so i'd say give them a shot because uh they work for me and you know getting rid of anxiety doesn't mean you're getting rid of a part of you or something i used to think like that when i was in the middle of having extreme anxiety filled days sometimes but as we talked about it those feelings are not facts they're feelings and feelings can be overwhelming but one thing about feelings that facts don't follow is that feelings change feelings can change for the positive negative or not change at all Feelings do define who we are. We can choose to negate them and let them control us, or we can think and run our mind through the thoughts that we're forming and focus on what we think of those things that we're thinking. That, in turn, makes us calm. That is the opposite of anxiety, as we also discussed. What is this anxiety thing anyway? Like, why would it even exist, honestly? It's so tiring. But anxiety can lead to positive changes as well. Anxiety doesn't always have to be that feeling of dread and nervousness. It can be signaling that something isn't right, or something needs a change, or even simply that what you're doing isn't what you enjoy doing. And we don't need to build on continuing that. It's okay to accept change, and of course, it's never too late. Credit to Anonymous slur said that. You're great. <laughs> I think it might be George Elliot, but I think he elaborated on it. I don't know. Last time, we decided to elaborate on the above topics a lot more. And I said something along the lines of covering them next time, but that sounds an awful lot like a teacher. And, well, I'm not a teacher. I just try to pull in all the things that I learned over the course of my life. And, yeah, I had a really proper write-up last episode. I'm playing that back. I sounded like a, a lot, like a textbook. And a lot less me somehow. I don't know if it, the slow thing, if that's slow, I don't really think it is or maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't played it back yet. Sounds cool or not. Cool doesn't really matter, honestly. Uh, okay or not, basically. You know, to me or to anybody else. But I guess just try and step out the season game plan. I'm thinking of letting the season have like five episodes till the end of 2020. And from 2021, we could start a brand new season. You know, new year, new season. Better year, hopefully. <laughs> Moving on to today's actual topic. What exactly is this anxiety that sometimes gets watered too much and grows too long? How do we chop it? Why does it even exist? Although, disclaimer, don't chop trees. I probably shouldn't use that as an example, but trying to be more me, how's that me? Whatever. <laughs> when you Google anxiety, you can often trigger anxiety, honestly. But what it says like is like anxiety disorders, health conditions, serious illnesses, and more on that topic, which is very, very helpful for people actually going through that, or somebody looking to get a degree in psychology, maybe, <laughs> night before exam, anyway. The thing is that, that might lead you to think that, oh my god, there are so many things here, and this might be happening to me, and oh my god. 
If you think so, again, I'm not a teacher. Please visit a psychologist. It's an awesome visit. You can talk about how you feel and actually get something to calm your mind because they'll tell you what to do. I got an appointment for meeting a psychologist once. It was actually online since we were in quarantine and told me that most times it's not a disorder or anything that needs medical help bothering us, but rather our own mindset, the anxiety that's formed, you know. Again, if it's a disorder, there's nothing to be worried, sad, or disturbed about in it. It can be a big word, especially if you've seen how it gets thrown around on social media, but it's nothing out of the ordinary, and yeah, it's okay. So, covering everyday anxiety, the anxiety where some days you might be doing really, really well, and you're like, whoa, this is going too awesome, or slow down, I'm actually this free, and then sometime the tower falls, the anxiety gets to us, and we're like, of course. I had one of those recently, and I had like three Instagram accounts, a writing account, because I like to write an account for this podcast, and my own personal account. I deleted two of those, my personal account still exists, so you get which ones I deleted. <laughs> Everybody around me told me not to do that and that it's something I enjoy doing, etc, etc. And I have had at least my writing account for more than a year. And it was a very overwhelming decision at that point of time. I cried. I felt sucked up inside. I thought that maybe I shouldn't. But honestly, after letting go, I realized how positive that was for me. And... It can be as simple as shutting down an Instagram account that might have been really good to you for a major part of your life or wanting to make a dawning life choice which completely deviates to a part you thought you were on your whole life but it makes you feel better and that's the most important part in it. We talked a lot about the heavy anxiety factors and where it stems from and what to do about it last time but sometimes the smallest of changes can make the biggest of differences. Sometimes you might think that you need a change in lifestyle or wardrobe revamp to be who you truly are inside, but most times it takes very little and that can be very hard too, but you should focus on what's best for you. I had like terrible anxiety in like 7th grade, not that terrible but honestly a lot. I used to try and shut out everyone, sometimes parts of me because it felt, I don't even know, uh, right, okay to do, but... Whenever someone asked me to do something and change something about me, it drove me crazy. I always thought that if I let myself not be me, then I'm going to lose me. And the best lesson I've learned from being on social media is that however much hate there might be, being you is the best thing you could ever do for you. I've not thrived always, but I get closer and closer to that every day. Because it's important to be ourselves without any restrictions and be proud of every little thing that we do. Because there could have been so many times that we could have given up. We didn't. I know that this episode isn't very filled with a lot of facts. It's much the experiences of my life. But I feel like everything teaches everyone something. You know, I feel like that those facts anybody can Google or go to Google Scholar and read reports, whatever. But a personalized experience is something that's unique to everyone. And there's always something different that you learn from everyone. I, over the years, have felt an ample amount of emotions, jealousy, rage, sadness, everything. But I've also learned a lot from other people. It took me some time to get into the phase and try to be very clearly positive and know what I should be doing. And even I let myself follow because we're all humans and stuff. I don't have all positive days or clearly positive, but I like to think I try. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. The slightest of sense, maybe more proper write-up was a better idea, but learning from people is the best type of learning, like, ever. 
this was more like a tea with me, talk with me kind of episode. So I guess I'll go all in and introduce another thing that I like to do. It's journaling, but not exactly. I have a diary and I have my designated pen for it. <laughs> That's really optional. What I do is I update myself on me through that diary. Like if I got to realize something for the first time in my life or maybe just even went out shopping and had a lot of fun those things that i did kind of collect over time and then when i feel kind of empty inside i'll take the diary out and write everything that has happened in my life since i last wrote in it i sometimes keep aside cuttings or things i've made or something even as little as trying up markers the page over there tried them out and i'll write it all down like dear diary i've been watching this my friend said this to me she's crazy this girl came to my house and she was the weirdest girl ever but after that my mom brought me chocolate so it was awesome and that way i get to reminisce my experiences of that time write about them write my feelings and everything and there's like a quote not really it's from me and i sometimes end with it when i when things have been really hard i'm like Feelings written, comma, feeling better. And that's like something I once wrote when I was very young. And yeah, it's really fun to like just flip back sometimes a lot and update it. It's like if I'm just like, I just got this for my birthday. And for my next birthday, I want this. So if it's past my next birthday, I'll write edit colon and write the date and then <laughs> write my edit like I got the gift or whatever. And it really takes my mind off everything. I can flip through it. I can write in it, I can read the things I've written, I can update it, I can write doodling as a heading and just doodle something below or like whatever I want. It's my space and I don't have a schedule for it, an obligation to it or anything. I just pick it up whenever I want to. It doesn't matter if I'm sad or happy or anxious. If I want to write in it, I'd write in it. And if I don't, I don't. It's something that's completely mine and only mine. And that's honestly very comforting a lot of times. It helps me calm down. Like if I'm very worried and I write a ton down and I feel so good inside that that thing or whatever I was worried about seems so small. So like, yeah, how much worrying is too much worrying though? Uh, that sounds scripted. <laughs> Sorry for using like way too much. I don't even know. I've used that whatever well this is it for the time being hope you learned something new today follow me at adward with three g's on all social media if you want to and let me know what you've been up to also a segment that i like to call magic word of the month we take a magic word we'll learn a new word and we use it all month because a habit takes at least 21 days to put in our schedule so yeah for the month is purpose built because we're all living for a purpose and we need to keep living for that purpose and we need to build more purposes because we're purpose built. Well, <laughs> happy suicide prevention month. Let's remember that everyone is fighting their own battles and it can get really hard. But if you have a purpose to build on, a story to tell, and it's very important that we realize that our growths are all different. We need to celebrate each other, celebrate ourselves, and focus on what makes us happy. Love ourselves, support ourselves, and immensely, immensely support everyone around us. Because no matter how different or sheltered or nice everyone's lives may seem, we haven't lived every single moment of their lives. And they might be going through something we don't even know a penny about. So... Be kind, be grateful, graceful, and yeah. If you want me to feature your word, DM it to me. <laughs> Toodles!